Hello, welcome to the Crypto with Cash podcast, or just cast, episode number 22. I nearly said 222 then. My name is Duncan Morland. I'm wearing a pink hat because I've just got out of the shower and my hair looks weird. Maybe not as weird as this pink hat, but never mind. Um, and I'm joined by Kashaya Bassi, who is in Iran. Um, hello, Kash. How are you two today? I'm all good, thank you. How are you? I think I'm three and a half hours, maybe four hours ahead of you. So, yeah, it's, it's like eleven in the morning here. So for you, I guess it's two in the afternoon. Yeah, two thirty actually. Yeah. So what are you doing in Iran? Well, I'm just exploring. Actually, I'm in the capital city right now. I'm seeing some family. I'm in Tehran. Um, trying to explore as much of the city as as possible. I always watch these vloggers on YouTube, and I get kind of jealous seeing <laughs> that you know they've seen more of. I'm, I'm Iranian. They've seen more of my country than I have. So I've come here to try and catch up. So is your family showing you around or are you just going around on your own? and kind Yeah, of yeah they are. They definitely are. Uh, I'm trying to sneak off as well uh, <laughs> to see some parts by myself. But they're like, oh, no, Sid's, we're all hit together. Let's go. Uh, they're very, of course, they're very kind. Um, Tehran is a crazy city. I mean, during the day, like right now, it's unbearably hot. So yeah. no one goes out. But in the evening, so from like five or six onwards, when it cools down, um, it goes down to around 33 degrees, maybe 30 degrees. That's when everyone goes out and everyone's out until like one or two a.m. every single right, night. Okay. So it's like a late, a late, a late living. Definitely. City. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like this in a lot of um, Muslim countries that I visited, like in Morocco. I think they open up at seven. They close up maybe midday for a couple hours for like a midnight, midday nap. And mm. then they open up again until late. Same here in Britain with that week of mildly hot uh, heat wave yeah. we had. <laughs> yeah, I mean it makes sense. It's it, it is honestly unbearably hot during the midday. Yeah, no, I remember being in Morocco and trying to go somewhere in the middle of the day was a, a massive mistake. It was yeah, hundred percent. Um, so what's what's some of the best things you've seen so far then? Well, I went mountain hiking. Um, it was really awesome. I went on some cable cars that took me right from the bottom all the way to the top. And then you see the whole city. Uh, cool. They have um, a tower called Millard Tower here, which is very similar to the CN Tower in Canada. Um, it's got this sort of rotating restaurant at the top. Right. Okay. So I want to do that maybe, uh, maybe tonight, actually. Should yeah. be good. Uh, and it's stick, a, stick a crypto with cash poster on the window at the yeah, top. Why yeah, not? why not? Um, but yes, it's been awesome. It's been, I'm eating out every single day. Yeah. Because uh, it's quite cheap out here. I'm getting kebabs. Um, right. Okay, I was going to ask, what's, so what's the what's the food like? What kind of food so have you So we have, it's, it's very similar to Turkish cuisine. So we have kufta, which is kind of like minced meat. We have chicken, uh, chicken breast, chicken with with bones some people prefer it with bones i prefer it without yeah uh, and we have everything with rice so meat and rice meat and rice okay right. highly recommended so nice and filling then yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. um actually so the topics today one of them let me just run through what we're going to talk about for people so let me get my list so we're talking about the nomad bridge hack and i think we should talk about bridge hacks in general um we're talking about the upcoming F Ethereum testnet merge, which yep. could be big news. Um, and we want to talk about uh, Bet Chat Beck um, passed a metaverse rave when she was on holiday. So I thought it would be cool to talk about that. And yep. also, you mentioned in our chat that uh, you brought your VR headset to 
Iran. So let's start there. What have you been doing with your VR headset in Iran? Have you just been showing people? Yeah, so before coming out, I was telling all my cousins about how there's VR, you know, it, you know, you put it on and it transports you to a different world. And they were like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever, I don't believe it. Because uh, there's, like I said before, there's this misconception when it comes to VR. People perhaps got used to, you know, those cardboard boxes that you slide mm. your phone into and you see some 3D images and they think that's what VR is now after yeah. all these years. But it, it's 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 a lot more sophisticated now and when you actually put it on it it really does feel like you're you've been transported to a different world so i bought it here um i'm putting this um uh, there's this national geographic game where you're kind of kayaking through the north pole and then right. you come across these uh penguins there's whales and everything it's um it's it's incredible it really does feel like you're there yeah uh, and I've just been showing all my cousins and they're blown away and they just don't want to put it down. They're like, <laughs> every, time I, every time I charge it up, it, it, they, they use it until it's it's done and they have to charge it again and just let yeah, them use yeah. it. They've, they've had so much fun with it. They're not, they're, they've even said they're not like, going to let me go back to the <laughs> with it. They're like, no, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Looks like you're back in, buying a new VR headset then. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Have you seen any crypto-related stuff around the city at all? Um, funnily enough, speaking to the people where a lot of people have invested in crypto, there's mm. actually a bunch of um, cryptocurrency exchanges set up in Tehran. Um, there's a lot of mining activity here as well because oh, right you know, it's so cheap. Electricity um, prices are so cheap. I think probably one of the cheapest places in the world, actually. Do you mean uh, on, a, on a like mass scale? So there's companies out there mining or, or yeah, individual yeah. people, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, but I would say vast majority of people have invested some of their money into digital assets it's quite interesting to see yeah yeah um what's investment like over there in general like can people invest in the stock market as easily as we can yeah here? yeah they can yeah. I, again that's another thing that a lot of people have invested in um i think over the past two years a lot of yeah. people have started investing in these sort of things because they've had other people doing it um so yeah they definitely have invested in the stock market here as well yeah, because that was a huge thing, obviously, like, I guess, in the States and, and in the UK, like a lot of and younger people started investing. I think yeah. I whether it was like sort of, you know, having apps on your phone, you know, able to easily invest or everyone being bored at home during COVID. Yeah, it's interesting. Lucky enough to, the coins you know, that a lot of people have invested in here are the same yeah. coins that a lot of people have invested uh, in the UK or in the US. So Shiba Inu and Dogecoin, some of the, the most popular retail coins. Yeah, um, a lot of people, if not or everyone who's invested in crypto, have invested in those coins here as well. It's quite interesting to see. Elon Musk's favorite there. Yeah, um, exactly. Okay, that's really interesting. Um, so the next item on the, on what we wanted to talk about is what was it? It was a hack on yeah. the no, a Nomad Bridge hack. Can you explain to people what that is and what happened? Yeah, so essentially, a cryptocurrency bridge allows you to move assets from one blockchain to another. Um, there's been a lot of discussion in the past about how these uh, these platforms are just uh, very unsafe because there's just a lot of attack vectors that can be um, exploited. Mm. And what happened is someone was actually able to hack this uh, this bridge in particular. And I think in the process, they've been able to steal over $150 million uh, worth mm. of assets. So it's unknown as to what's going to happen or whether these the affected people are going to get their funds back, you know, as has been the case in the past where some someone's come in and said, OK, uh, we're going to help 
you know, recover, recuperate the, the losses for the people involved. Right now, not much is um, clear, but I think around $150 million have been stolen, which so is which, significant. Yeah, that's a lot. So which, between which two networks is that? I think it's, it's, Ethereum is the main one, and it branches out to different um, blockchains. Right. Um, okay. I, I don't know whether it was all the different um, blockchains that were affected, but I think the Ethereum was the main one. Okay. Um, I read a post uh, the other day, and it had a link to Vitalik, uh, Vitalik tweet. So Vitalik's the sort of, I don't know, in one of the initial creators of Ethereum. He's the yeah. Ethereum boss, essentially. And he was warning against um, bridges, kind of. He's saying that block, uh, he, this is a, quite an older, not too old, but maybe last year sometime he posted this. And it was the the blockchain space would be multi-blockchain but not cross-blockchain so yeah he he didn't have the same vision as other people where you would just be able to swap cryptos between different blockchains like ethereum and um, yeah. solana say in a safe manner and the reason he said that was because you the he said you can't separate the data and the security layer of the blockchains it's meaning that like um I guess meaning sort of data and the cryptos being traded on top of Ethereum are secured yeah. by the Ethereum security layer. Like I'm too stupid exactly, to yeah. understand how this works. But if you kind of are moving coins between blockchain networks, then they become vulnerable because they're not, they don't have that the exactly, security yeah, of an Ethereum by the underlying coin, technology of the blockchain. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so you also challenge this idea of modular blockchains, um, which I read about last year, which I found quite interesting, which was, which was that kind of thing, like Ethereum could be the, the security layer for a bunch of other blockchains. Um, but he kind yeah. of challenged that. And I guess the person who'd posted on Reddit had made this huge list of bridge hacks. So hacks of, um, like you're saying, protocols that are moving cryptocurrency between different blockchains. And there's a huge list of of these kind of hacks that have, yeah. you know, like, where people have lost millions of pounds, I guess, or millions of dollars. Hundreds of millions, yeah. Hundreds, yeah. Which is crazy to even think about. So Vital listen to Vitalik. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. smarter than us all. So <laughs> um he actually, yeah, just I I really like his blog post because he he writes about quite interesting he's not he writes about social issues and stuff like that and tries to think about quite how abstract people, ideas yeah, as well. Yeah, it's not like here's how to get rich. It's like, you know, I mean he's already insane. He's rich. Think, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't seem like his motivating factor anyway, which is nice makes yeah. a change i mean if you yeah. look at look at uh images of him he's always wearing these really funky sort of t-shirts <laughs> not very materialistic at all there's like he wears like a cartoonish sort of purple watch all the time yeah, yeah. he seems like a good guy and very smart yeah i think um, we need more people like that in crypto yeah people that are interested in like the other use cases i think Gen yeah genuine um, people yeah and that's how like from an investing perspective it's it's focusing on those things that gets you through bear markets as well and it helps you understand like you know the purpose of investing in the in the different aspects of crypto i guess that's why yeah, exactly. um so also on our agenda talking list today is ethereum the ethereum testnet merge has there yeah. been more news on this yeah so it's actually happening the last testnet merge is happening in a couple of days i think on august 11 it all depends on the blockchain so it might be a day uh, before or after but that will be the last sort of testnet merge before the actual events, 
which is scheduled to happen sometime in September, I think late September. Um, you know, Ethereum coins have all been doing very well. Mm. They've been far outperforming all other, you know, coins in the market recently. So there's clearly a lot of interest in this event. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, there's actually some discussions about how some people might fork Ethereum into two different uh, chains, one which will become proof of work, which is what it is mm. at the moment. And then there will be a proof of stake chain, which a lot of these assets will move um, onto. So similar to what we had with Bitcoin um, and Bitcoin Cash back in 2017, where there was a fork and now two chains exist, uh, there's discussions at how the current uh, Ethereum is going to fork into two and we'll see what happens. Uh, we might potentially get free money um, if it does get forked like that. I guess the motivation factor there is like all those people mining. Exactly. Work. Yeah. They don't want to lose their, their income, do they? Because a lot of people have spent a lot of money on exactly. computer hardware to to mine profitably, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Um, and don't so there's a lot of the support by them. Uh, there's a lot of support by miners for the proof of work for mm. Ethereum. There's a lot of discussions right now, um, but we'll have to see what happens. You know, before we, we there's no no one has a clear idea of what's going to happen right after the merge. So we'll have to see what happens. But there is uh, there are discussions about how miners are going to collude to to make that happen. But I think the general consensus seems to be that a lot of these assets are going to be moved to the proof of stake um, Ethereum chain. And mm. proof of work will just fizzle out after the first few weeks of excitement. Yeah, it it also seems like if you're saying that Ethereum and Ethereum-based coins are seeing more investing acti activity now, maybe a lot of the market action is being priced in ahead of um, yeah September. But I'm bad at predicting stuff, so <laughs> do the opposite of what I say. Um, okay, so next on our list. We have. I want to talk. Oh, I want to talk about interest rates as well. But before that, um, so Bet Chat Beck, if I've pronounced that right, Bet Chat Beck uh, was is on has been on holiday, and she yeah. heard a rave near where she was staying, and then she walked past a poster. And if I'm reading this right, it was a in person rave, but they were also you could also attend via the metaverse. Yeah, from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Um, let me just read out. There was this super loud rave happening next to our flat last Saturday. Walked past and it's a rave from 10pm to 6am that's also held virtually in the metaverse. Thought it was kind of cool. Never seen anything like that before. It's kind of like, uh, have you ever seen people go like attending a silent disco where they have headphones on? There's no I've music. I've not, but yeah, friends oh. said about this, yeah. Yeah, but I feel like this this would be more immersive. So what I imagine has happened there is, you know, people have set up these sort of 3D cameras uh, mm. that can pick up people uh, and the music, of course, and anyone around the world can tune in. Perhaps why, which is perhaps why it went from, would you say, 9 or 10 p.m. to 6 a.m.? Yeah. Uh, right, Probably yeah, allow people from different time zones to tune in as well. So I guess, you, so if you had your VR headset on, you'd be dancing around and it would be streaming the real people from the room yeah so you could dance with the people but then they can't see you i guess they can't see you yeah, which is <laughs> yeah so weird. you're just like a ghost it's not something like... i've done myself and yeah I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of finding it 
difficult to imagine as well. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think it's an interesting experience. And if I do come across it, I'll definitely try and join one day. Yeah, I guess it would be good if they could project the people in VR into the room with like holograms or I don't know. Lights yeah, or I think. But we're I think we're a few years away from that sort of. Yeah. And then what if, what, if the what if the bouncer needs to kick out someone, but they're not actually there because they're just attending via VR? Yeah, it's, it's like they'll off. be pushing through ghosts or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. I don't know if I want to be part of this this world, um, this rave world. Um, okay, something less fun. Interest rates. Uh, the Bank of England yesterday um, has increased interest rates from 1.25% to 1.75%. Yeah. Um, do you have any thoughts about this in general uh, and how it might might or has impacted crypto markets i mean i think a lot of it was priced in which is why the markets uh contrary to what most people would believe you know it's markets actually started rallying upwards after the news came out yeah so i said literally in the in our chat in our crypto chat i said i think the markets will probably go down on this news and and yeah they did yeah. <laughs> but you know i think the markets were expecting it you know inflation is is rampant right now in the uk um yeah and a lot of places i think uh, yeah exactly and of course in many places around the world um and what they did say is that actually we're going to see i think five consecutive quarters of recession starting mm. from q4 this year which is quite bleak but yeah um, i think a lot of people expected uh, this to happen they said inflation is going to continue going up to uh, i think 13 percent. they said which is which is un almost unfathomable yeah. but what's interesting is that you know there was this tweet that i saw earlier today they say if official inflation at the moment is nine percent around nine percent but the price of everything has gone up by much much more so mm. real a real inflation is probably around 20 30 percent because the price of many goods have gone up by 20 30 percent um energy um energy bills have gone up by 300 percent mm. you know um, so we'll have to see what happens, but it's not looking very good for the UK economy, unfortunately. And uh, it, it, they said it's, just, it's essentially guaranteed to happen that we're going to go into a recession, which is which is obviously not good. Yeah, and that brings unemployment and all kinds of things, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and yeah, people if people have got less money to spend on the retail side, you know, like they're not going to be investing. A lot of people have you know had excess cash during the pandemic i guess you know people some people in the states got sort of um checks like i can't remember what they were called but you know sort of help i guess financial some financial help yeah um i think if things are going to get worse before they get better is the general yeah. message that they were trying to get across without actually saying those words you know yeah and people it seems like there's not a lot of help for people which is the thing i keep thinking about you know especially with energy bills, you know, they've, they've gone up, they've doubled and they're, you know, predicted to double again. Yeah, every the, three the, months, I think they're going to... Yeah, the financial change. help from the government, etc., not to make this too political, is just not there or is minimal. And it's, I just keep thinking, like, well, what is going to happen? To and all these people? companies are actually reporting record profits, not revenue, yeah. profits, actual profits that they're making. So what yeah. is the answer, you know? Yeah, um... I had something more positive to say, but I can't remember what it was. So, <laughs> I mean, it's good weather. At least we're, we're getting some good <laughs> yeah. weather out there. Um, another aspect, this isn't positive, but another aspect of 
interest rates I've always thought is if um, if you have higher interest rates, it's less there's less incentive to risk money in the stock market. It's not it's not really like that now because um, obviously the interest rates are still way below inflation. But yeah. there is still that incentive of like there's less risk in your bank account or somewhere else um, with slightly higher interest rates versus putting it in a, a bearish market. So that it's just more pressure, at least for the average person, I guess, not to invest, even though like if you have the money to do so, like now is the time, like we say, or dollar cost averaging yeah. in at all times, whether the market is high or low, um, is the approach yeah, you recommend with crypto, uh, crypto with cash. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, right now we've seen a massive jump in across all the markets. Um, but once in a couple of months time, perhaps when, you know, the, the headlines change to, you know, sort of recession confirmed sort of headlines, mm -hmm. I think the markets are going to start selling off again. And we, we may see some lower prices again. Um, as we said, maybe for, for a while before they recover and we start seeing the prices that we saw uh last year and the year before that mm. yeah so we'll just have to wait and see i guess yeah exactly um so to finish on what might be a more fun note or might not be depending on your answer um <laughs> what have you got planned for the rest of your day so tonight we may be going to that uh, rotating uh, right, okay. restaurant uh, uh just on, at the top of miller tower and then after that, we might go out to town. Uh, there's loads of arcades here. There's loads of different uh, markets open, selling different things. Um, just trying to see what we can uh, find and do. You know, there's yeah. there's so much of the city to explore. Tehran is a huge city. Uh, I think there's over nine or ten million people here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think some some estimates even go all the way up to twelve million, which is absolutely huge. Yeah, we're surrounded huge. by mountains wherever you go. Um, and that there's actually mountains which are permanently covered in snow. So perhaps go to one of the tallest mountains and see if I can get some nice pictures. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, maybe we can share pictures next podcast or something. Yeah, if it's not? not too private. Um, okay, well, ho have a good day. And yeah, um, next week or the week after, we can talk about what it was like to look out across uh, Tehran with all from that rotating. Uh, it's making me think of a rotating like kebab. <laughs> like a giant rotating kebab uh, I don't know what it's called thing. yeah I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can send you guys some pictures okay alright well thank you for talking and listening to me ramble at the end there um, no worries at all thanks for having me and yeah have a great day Cash and thank you for your time and thank you to everyone that's been listening as always if you like this uh, we appreciate if you like and subscribe and if you have any questions uh, drop them in the YouTube comments and we can, or topics you want us to discuss and we can um, if not or not if not uh, say goodbye and we'll talk next time okay goodbye awesome thank you take care bye